T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I really thought when it came to sports, we didn't think about race. But I'm reading about how, how Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen may not be getting the credit he deserves as a really good NFL quarterback because he represents white privilege. I mean, I, I read this and, and I, I was shocked, but apparently there's been a lot of talk about this. Now, I haven't heard it, but some people are, are, are thinking about it and they've, they've, they've talked about it. But again, I just I thought sports was that one time we can come together, that one area where we can come together and not, and not think about race. But uh, I guess not. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that in, uh, in just a few minutes. So let's bring you up to date on um, what's going on in, in the Middle East, in, in Israel. Um, Hamas is a Palestinian militant organization, and they govern the Gaza Strip. And they launched an attack... On Israel now. Look, this is just the real. The, this is the real basics. Okay, We're, I, I'm I'm not an expert in this area. It is very complicated. The passion, the conflict is very very deep rooted in history. And as I mentioned yesterday, you, you've got an area of the world where three main religions all claim to be founded in: Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. So it's all basically that one, that one basic area. So there's obviously a lot of just historic religious conflict there. So there is some talk that Iran has helped Hamas. Now, not everybody believes that, but some seem to think that, that, that Hamas got help from outside. And some seem to think it's, that it's, it's Iran. Now, you know, Iran, they hate us, the U.S. And so if they can do something to hurt Israel... That vicariously hurts us and brings us a, a lot of conflict and pain and brings us into the, the situation, perhaps. So Iran would have a motive to help Hamas. So Israel stages, um, Israel has this, this um, stage, this, there's a staged attack against Israel. And then Israel, um, they've, got a, uh, they've got control of, of some of the, the Gaza Strip. And this is where part of the conflict comes in. Um, and the war against Hamas, it appears as if, it's going to grow. 
The Brookings Institution's Michael O'Hanlon says the operation's somewhat like past Israeli efforts, but on a far bigger scale. Because they have apparently decided that they really can't live with Hamas in charge of the Gaza Strip, which I think means they're going to have to be much more thorough about dismantling the organization. At the Center for Strategic and International Studies. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. John Alterman as aid groups plead for corridors to get help to Gaza civilians. Israel has stopped food, fuel and medicine from moving in. And if that changes, they're going to scrub the humanitarian aid. Make sure that at that point, you know, uh, weaponry and other assets of Hamas are not being somehow uh, moved around in all the confusion. Sagar Magani, Washington. Now, some families of Americans who are missing or taken hostage by Hamas in, in Israel, they want the government there and the government here to secure their release. At a news conference in Tel Aviv, Nahar Netta says he was on the phone with his 66-year-old mother, Adrian, who's originally from California, when Hamas attacked Saturday and the line cut off. The optimistic scenario here is that she's held hostage in Gaza and not dead. Rachel Goldberg says her 23-year-old son, who was born in the U.S., was at the music festival when the attack happened. He called her from a bomb shelter. They were throwing grenades in, shooting machine guns, and we know that Hirsch's arm from the elbow down was um, severed. Goldberg says witnesses saw him taken away by Hamas. I'm Julie Walker. Oh my, I mean, can you imagine how, how families feel? I mean, you know, you can't trust Hamas to treat these people with any kind of respect for the Geneva Convention. French President Emmanuel Macron says that his country has no evidence that Iran was directly involved in the Hamas attack on Israel, but the militant group does seem to have had some outside help. Tehran has been a longtime supporter of Hamas and other militant groups, and senior Iranian officials have openly praised Saturday's incursion in Israel. Asked what Iran's role in the crisis was after a meeting with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz in Hamburg, Macron said France has no formal trace that Iran was directly involved in the attacks, adding it seems that there was help for and cooperation with Hamas. But Macron says he will stay cautious on this point as long as European officials haven't consolidated intelligence that's totally certain. I'm Charles Diladesma. And thousands of Palestinians in the Gaza Strip are just packed into these UN shelters as Israeli warplanes continue to pound this, this tiny territory of just 2.3 million people. Gaza's Jabalia refugee camp was left in ruins after Israeli airstrikes decimated the area on October 9. Footage showing locals searching for survivors amongst the rubble of destroyed buildings. Israel says it takes pains to avoid civilian casualties as it targets Hamas militant sites. But its military has also bombed multi-storey family homes in crowded residential neighbourhoods. Palestinians say there's no real escape in Gaza, which has been under a suffocating 16-year blockade imposed by Israel and Egypt. When war breaks out, even UN facilities that are supposed to be safe zones risk becoming engulfed in the fighting. I'm Charles Diladesma. Jerusalem resident Ainav Dahari tells Associated Press reporters that the, the militant surprise attack was just totally criminal. These are not animals. These are cruel, cruel people who have different agendas in their mind. And this is ISIS. This is not anything less than that. The world should know that and support us. And, um, and also our government need to wake up and unite 
and not play games of politics. And this resident in Tel Aviv, Barak, says that the the fates of those killed are taken into uh, and taken hostage. Uh, they're on everybody's minds. It is dreadful. Um, the 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 witnesses and the survivors spoke of atrocities that are unspeakable. I don't want to repeat them. Yeah, it's um, it's inhumane. It's um, it's brutal. Um, it's uh, so so sad. And, you know, this tension is always there. The tension's always there, and once in a while something happens, and it just it just explodes. Let's go to Carrollton, Frank. You're on WWL. Good afternoon, Frank. Yeah, hi, thanks for taking my call. Um, a lot of people don't realize about thirty percent of Palestinians are actually Christian. Well, you know, there's a lot about the Palestinians in the Bible. Right. Yeah. yeah. But everyone assumes that, that it's an Islamic movement, you know, against Israel. And it really isn't necessarily, you know. Well, I think, you know, I, I think there's a difference between the Palestinian population and, and Hamas. Right. And Hamas is an Islamic, you know. Right. You know, right. It, it's not, not, you know, I mean, a lot of Palestinians that uh, have legitimate, you know, legal there was that one organization, its name escapes me, and it was associated with the Jesuits here locally, yeah. uh, you know, a human rights organization. And uh, the people, you know, that was affiliated with, with the uh, Palestinians. I mean, so it's not necessarily an Islamic Jewish thing like most people right. hit it as. Frank, I, I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, yeah, but you know, the struggle is the struggle is getting people to separate Hamas from Palestinians. And we, we can't talk about this all afternoon, but, but this, this is something that comes into play here. You know, we, we, um, well, we're in, in talking about Josh Allen, if, if some people think that he's the, the, um, the representative of white privilege, was he? And, and, and is every white person uh, the benefit of white privilege, the way some people think white privilege opens doors? I mean, it does open doors that, that some people did not have open for them. But it doesn't open all the doors that many think that it probably opens. Let's go to Ian Hoke with some of your text messages. Here's a text that says, as one who did top secret work in the military, I have to be honest. My first thought was what secrets did Trump share that may have enabled Hamas to attack Israel in such an undetected way? Guys, I'm willing to say it's nearly impossible that neither Israel nor the U.S. would not know. Of course, I don't know how much and who Trump revealed secrets to. I'm just going by my own experience. Well, that's really interesting uh, because there have been uh, some people who are saying that Trump shared information with Hamas or with Iran or with 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 others that was, kind of led to this. It went from Russia, Russia. to Syria to Iran to Hamas. Hamas yeah. I think that's what they're saying. Um was there something else? Well, it? again, you know, you, it's just, it's really scary. It's not sad. It's sad, but it's just, it's scary to think that there's an ex-president that knows what any ex-president knows, and that ex-president is Donald Trump, who is willing to do anything, anything. That's why Biden stopped giving him briefings, because they couldn't trust him. He's out showing people stuff at the golf course and at Mar-a-Lago and... Uh, can't do that. Well, from what I hear, he should pay more attention to his golf game. <laughs> uh, we talked a little bit about voting in the last hour and about you know, how people aren't excited to vote for any of these politicians because they think they're dishonest. Here's a text that says, I fundamentally disagree. 
that all politicians are dishonest. That lowers the bar for everyone, and we end up just accepting it. But I choose to think there are good ones, and I seek them out. Man, I love that. I, I, I think that's our only choice. I mean, we have to seek out the, the honest ones because there are some honest ones. There are some, there are some good people. And um, it's just, I, just, I think it's important to vote. And, and sometimes you vote for the, the, the lesser of two evils. Uh, here's a text that says, oh, this one got jumped around here. This is the take that the media is conveniently ignoring. Hamas is a terrorist organization who has and will continue to commit atrocities. They have stated that they won't stop until Israel is destroyed. And at the same time, Israel has taken land from the Palestinians and have also committed atrocities. They have systematically smothered and abused the population. Both sides suck here. And I think that this ends very violently. Well, it, it, it started out very violently. Uh, I mean, it, it's going to it could end even more violently. Uh, Dan Abrams uh, from uh, News Nation, he was bashing an MSNBC host for um, for not calling Hamas a terrorist organization. And there's some people who are stepping away from that because they 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 want to um, they want to appease their far left liberal friends. And, you know, sometimes you got to kind of call it like it is and realize and try to and try to remind people that not everybody in Hamas, um, everybody in Hamas might be Palestinian, but every Palestinian is not in Hamas. I think that's a great way to put it. Here's a text that says, we know Biden is responsible for what happened in Israel. Why haven't they called him out for the Afghan earthquake in the India floods when it's obvious it's Biden's fault? You know, why won't I, Biden lead? I, I, I love the sarcasm, and you know, but there's a little tiny part of me that thinks that maybe it's not sarcasm. <laughs> All right, I, I still, um, still trending on our website, wwl.com, is uh, the blog that I wrote yesterday, part of the show from yesterday, and it's about Sean Payton's mouth. Sean Payton's mouth put a target on the Broncos in the game against the Jets. And you can still read that on our website, www.com, or it's on the Scoot on the, your Facebook page, and you can comment on it there. And I'll get back and uh, share comments about some of your uh, comments. But it's amazing how many people have very ill feelings about Sean Payton because of what he, what he did. He kind of, kind of just uh, left the Saints while still while still under contract. All right, if you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Oakland Art Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. You know, we, we, we know that there have been a lot of songs written about war, but Boy George and Culture Club really did, really did nail it with this one. All right, here's what I want to do. When we come back, I, I, I want to talk about uh, Josh Allen being uh, a symbol of white privilege and that he's not getting the credit he deserves as a quarterback. Is, is that true? And I, th- I think there's a misunderstanding about, about white privilege. I'm Scoot on the air, and we'll be right back on WWL. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, yeah, I remember this song. 1980, Vince Vance and the Valiants. You know, attention was kind of high in 1980, and uh, the idea of bombing Iran was was quite popular. Vince Vance and the Valiants did this song. It was a national hit. Done to the tune of Barbara Ann by the Beach Boys. Do you remember John McCain singing this? I, I just had the—I was at the beginning of the Iraq yes. War, so this is 2003, I guess, early 2003. I might be getting the timing wrong, but I just remember John McCain singing this to a reporter at some time, and that was the first time I might have heard yeah. of it. And then I, you know, got to know you and Vince a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, well, this that song really was yeah, a this song was, was a, a hit. Th- this was a reaction to uh, the, um, the the Iranians taking Americans hostage mm-hmm. and holding them hostage yeah. for for so long. And you know, I mean, we just really, I mean, we've never even we've never even had a, a variant relationship with Iran to where it's even sometimes kind of nice, kind of okay. It's like always been it's always been bad. And now it seems as if there is this um, vicarious link from Iran to Hamas uh, attacking um, uh, attacking Israel. Let's go to a Waveland and Dorothy, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Hello. I was listening to the television. I think it was late Friday and they had a Saudi either prince or official speaking about they thought that Iraq, I mean, Iran had been involved with this attack on Israel in order to stop the uh, talks that were going on between Israel and uh, Saudi Arabia. I had that one little spot and nothing else has ever been shown. I was wondering if you heard anything. Well, I don't know if I know any more than 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 you know. Uh, th- there are a lot of questions. In fact, there's many more questions, Dorothy, than there are uh, than there are answers. You know, we we do know that the Saudis are involved in a, a lot of things. Uh, they really uh, they're they're a, a very um, important nation in that area and we like to be friendly with them but it seems like we let them get away with a lot but Dorothy just 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 keep listening and uh, if there's new information I'm sure you'll uh, you'll hear about it all right if you want to join us with a comment the Okinawa Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870 Josh Allen quarterback for the uh, Buffalo Bills he's a really good quarterback okay he turns the ball over a lot but he's still a, a really good quarterback 
Uh, Dominic uh, Foxworth is an ESPN analyst, and he says that it's his job to be objective, to allow his biases to subside. He says that he struggles to do that with Josh Allen because the topic is personal to him. In 2020, Dominic Foxworth admitted that he openly roots for Allen to fail because Allen's supporters are the kinds of guys who have American flags and dogs attached to their profiles. Now, I know what he's saying by this, but there's nothing wrong with the American flag and there's nothing wrong with dogs, but I understand the stereotype that he's talking about. He was quoted as saying, I would be 100% lying if I said that when Josh does something dumb, a little part of me doesn't get happy. Why is this? Why, why is there this um, prejudice against, against Josh Allen? And it seems like there are, there are people in the media who don't give him the credit that he deserves. So uh, there's really uh, no proof that white media members are um, against uh, or for Josh, Josh Allen. And then there's a, there's a question about the white media being against Lamar Jackson. Most of the prominent white um, NFL voices, uh, Colin Cowherd, Skip Bayless, Scott Van Pelt, Dan Patrick, they're known supporters of um, Lamar Jackson. But it seems like in, in, in some ways there's this Lamar Jackson on one end and there's, there's um, Josh Allen on, on the other end. And I just, you know, this is sad because I, I, I thought sports was the area where we come together and we don't, we don't think about race. We don't judge race. It doesn't matter who you are. Man, I see white guys and black guys hugging at, at football games, basketball games. But right now we're talking about football since it's football season, although the Pelicans open up the preseason tonight at the Smoothie King Center. And it um, seems like Zion Williamson is, um, is, is here mentally and emotionally. And, you know, we talked on the show about last season when he was physically ready to play, but not mentally ready to play. And, it, man, it's your, it's your job to be ready to play. If you're physically ready, you, you should have been preparing to mentally get ready because, you know, you don't, you don't just suddenly one day you're, you're physically ready to play. I mean, I mean you are, but, it, but it's, it's the result of a long process of getting ready. And then now, okay, you've got the clearance to play. As you were getting ready physically, you should have been getting ready mentally, and, and he wasn't. I was disappointed in that. But apparently he, he loves being in New Orleans, and he wants to, um, wants to do the best he can here and wants to, to make this his home at least, um, at least for now. So anyway, going back to, uh, to, to Josh Allen uh, and, and the NFL, I, I never uh, even considered this. And I think it's sad that racial judgment is, 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 is coming into play here when it comes to judging players. And I, I, I'm sure it's true because there are so many people who just want to judge based on race. Um, so, you know, there are, there are some journalists... Um, who do a better job than, than, than others. But, you know, the NFL is a majority black league. And the great majority of TV analysts, ESPN, Fox uh, Sports 1, are black. So I would like to think that they're fair in, in their assessment of, of everyone. And so the idea that 
and I, 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 I also read this, that, that Josh Allen represents white privilege. Why, why, are we, why are we looking for people to blame for white privilege? I mean, it's, it's like there are some people who are looking for people to blame. Okay, well, you're the result of white privilege. I don't like you. Well, white privilege isn't all that you think it is. Now, just being white, doors were open for you that were not open for blacks, historically. But a lot changed. And there may be doors that are opening up for blacks that don't open up for whites today. It doesn't mean that racism doesn't still exist. But just being white doesn't mean that you, you, know, you automatically get a job. Being white doesn't automatically mean you have money. Being white doesn't automatically mean your family has money. And I know that there were some, um, you know, uh, historic disadvantages for African-Americans in terms of building wealth. But I sometimes get a little bit insulted with white privilege because there are a lot of whites in this country, a lot of white Americans that didn't get anything from their parents. They did not, um, they did not have any built-in in wealth. And, and they fought and, and worked for every job that they, that they got. So, you know, I want to discourage. It, there are cases of true white privilege. But I think in a lot of ways it is, um, it's exaggerated. Let's go to Janice in New Orleans. Janice, you're on WWL. Yes, Scoot. You may not agree with me, but I think that we all need to seriously pray. What's happening right now is very serious. It has me concerned. And with the person that we have at the helm at the moment, who can't even know how to walk off of a stage, some days doesn't even know his name, uh, we could have World War III. We, we could end up in big trouble here. Because let me tell you, our enemies, the people in China, North Korea, other places that uh, don't like us, this whole thing, it's not good. It's not good. And it has me concerned. I feel sorry for those people. I don't know what this is really totally all about, but, I mean, it makes me feel bad. You know, children killed, women killed, kidnapped, all kinds of stuff. It's horrible. It is horrible. It's awful. I mean, like I said, I don't totally understand why there's such hatred for Jew pe- Jew- Jewish people. I don't know much about Jewish people. You know, but I don't know why people want to hate on, hate on them so badly anymore than I understand why people hate on black people like they do. Or black people hating on white people. Look, I didn't, I didn't slave anybody. You didn't slave anybody. I don't hate people. I judge people, like Martin Luther King said, on the content of their character. I will like you or dislike you on who you are, not the color of your flesh. Right, but, that, to me, but is Janice, stupid. I mean, I, I don't want to bring this up, but just the other day sure. you, you called the show— and you what? gave a, a yeah, family yeah. from Germany a pass for, for like wanting to, to stay in this country and you and when it comes to Hispanics coming across the border, you don't even want to know their exactly. stories. Well, the thing is this there is a way to come here and a way not to come here. And when you're invading our country Well, you uh-uh. don't know about no, the no, you, no, no, you no. don't know about the German family. You don't know how they you admitted on the air, you don't know how they got here. I'm not gonna turn well, this into a, a scoot well, Janice debate. I know why I know, well, I know why they came. They applied for asylum, whatever that is. What I don't understand... You don't know what asylum is? is, is no, no, you apply, what, you say that you're being oppressed in your country and you fill out paperwork or something. No, I don't totally understand. But what I don't understand either is they've been here for 15 years, 
on what's called asylum. But why couldn't they apply in that 15-year time? I don't know. There's so much about the story. We don't, I can't answer it. You know, yeah. I, I, can't, that's I, can't, I, I can't answer it. Yeah, I know. But, I can't either. That's why I'm wondering why couldn't they apply for citizenship if they were Americans right now? They wouldn't be saying, oh, we're going to deport you. <laughs> so I don't know. No, I don't, I don't understand the whole thing, how it works or anything. Don't be so oh, quick to. Don't, Janice, a little crazy. Don't be so quick to judge. And don't be so quick to be scared of everything. Really? I mean, I seriously. I'm not scared of everything. Scoot! I'm not scared. Every time you, every time, right every time you call this show, you tell yes, us that you're well, scared about something. Our enemies can attack us. Okay, now, well, look, if you want to, look, that we couldn't have a war. That you, Janice, Janice, stop. The United States, stop, no one would survive. Stop calling this show and yelling. Okay, fine. Stop. I mean, stop. she hang. Okay, uh, Janice is banned. I don't want to hear from her again. Anymore. Again, yeah, I mean, Janice, we, we banned you before. We let you back on. You come on here with this craziness. You don't even know what asylum is, and you're passing judgment on people who don't have asylum. I, I, I mean, I just, I don't, I'm not going to let you interrupt our show anymore. You're done. And, man, I want to tell the audience once again, you should see the emails that I constantly get from this woman. She is a scared little lady sitting in her, her home, and everything scares her, and everything shouldn't scare everybody. I mean, I'm sorry. I just, you know... And she, there was no doubt that she was supporting the family from Germany over Hispanics coming across the border because they were white. They were from Germany. And she didn't even realize she was doing it. That's how second nature it is. But Janice, I don't want you to call her anymore. You spend your time calling the mayor's officer. Call some other show. All right. Um, if you want to join us with a comment, um, not Janice, but if you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland, I mean, I, I hate to do it, but I'm tired of it. It ends up the same way. And then she, she has the, she has the, the gall to just hang up. I mean, she gets frustrated and she can't answer, and so she just hangs up. All right. <sighs> if you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. We're talking about the war that's going on, but we're also talking about a war that's going on within this country and this racism that exists when it shouldn't even exist. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar, it was on this day in 1980, the funeral of drummer for Led Zeppelin, John Bonham, was held. It took place in uh, Worcestershire, England, and John Bonham had been found dead at the age of 32 in the home of guitarist Jimmy Page. He died from excessive consumption of alcohol, and the amount of alcohol that he consumed was amazing. Among the people there, Paul McCartney, Jeff Lynne, Phil Collins, and many others. This is the day of the funeral of John Bonham. Tuesday afternoon, I'm Scoot on the air. Let's go to Andy Uptown. Hey, Andy, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Scoot. I was uh, kind of somewhat joking, saying, you know, uh, what what could I do to get banned? You know, what what could I what could I do to kind of push it over the edge? I'm not going to. I yeah, do. I'm not, I don't know. Uh, well, you know, it, you know, it's kind of like pornography. You know, you know it when you see it, but there's a fine line between what's acceptable and what isn't. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I know. And I'm, I'm here to actually advocate for poor Janice because I think part of the, the part of the problems is the latest thing for me is I, I think as much as we have the white MAGA, I think there's also black MAGA and black MAGA is Latoya. So you can't have one without the other. And they're both at each other, at each other's throats constantly. And if you can <laughs> tell just the, the level of anger and loss of uh, objectivity, no empathy. So I want to empathize with her. She's, she needs this place to, to vent a little bit. Don't, don't totally cut her off. Well, Andy, I, I, I appreciate that. I will, I will, for entertainment value and so Janice can vent, I will reconsider the ban on, on, on Janice. It's just that, I mean, she's an example of somebody who is just afraid of everything. Every time she calls this show, she's afraid of the drag queens. She doesn't even, she wouldn't even come in a thousand feet of a drag queen. She's afraid of trans people. Then she's afraid of the border. She's not coming in contact with anybody coming across that border. Now she's afraid of this. She's and it just always it seems like it ends up the same way. But I don't know. It's the screaming that does it well, for that's, me. That's you know, true. It's like, that's true. She the, just gets angry. The only people that I ever really want to turn away from this program are people that are insulting us personally people that are using racial and homophobic slurs and people that scream at us on the radio. There's, we, we don't need any of that. And you know, I remember Janice calling up and saying that person who didn't like you, they should know that Scoot can talk about what he wants to talk about. So she can be very defensive of the show. But also when I get off the air, man, I get, I have warned her, Janice, stop sending me emails about your latest craze and the latest thing that you're afraid of. And I still get them. And, and some of them come from the most unreliable sources that it's like, this isn't even true. So, I, you know, I do empathize with her. I feel badly for her because I, I would hate to live life afraid of everything. And whatever the newest thing is, I'm afraid of it. I mean, that is no way to live life. And then in the same breath to say, I don't even know. I don't even understand it. I don't even know what that is. If you don't know what it is and you couldn't explain it to someone else, you should take a step back and really examine why you're afraid of it. And I'm going to guess that the answer is because people smarter and richer than you want you to be afraid of it so you'll vote the way they want. That's right. It's the conservative social media that is brainwashing people into being afraid of things they shouldn't be afraid of. All right, we've got a text off coming up, so that means we have to, uh, to get to a break here. So um, I, I remember this movie well. Um, the movie The Rose, starring Bette Midler. Um, was um, released on this day in 1979. It was was kind of based on the life of uh, Janis Joplin. And the film was nominated for four Academy Awards, including Best Actor in a Supporting Role for Frederick Frederick Forrest, uh, Best Actor in a Leading Role, Bette Midler. And this was her her screen debut. Uh, Best uh, Film Editing and Best Sound. Um, If you haven't seen the movie The Rose, it is is loosely based on the life of Janis Joplin. I'm Scoot. We'll be back with a text off on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.